0: You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday afternoon. And since it's Monday, you know it. We've got the one and the only Nathan Solia joining us, fitness coach from Elite Personal Training. Nathan, it's great to see you this week. How are you doing today?
1: I'm feeling great. I'm feeling awesome. I'm feeling confident that all of that's going on at the moment is going in the right direction. And, um, yeah, I'm really proud of the fitness industry how they've stepped up after... Uh, after this massive breakdown uh, a few weeks ago. So, you know, I, like I, I always say, you know, whenever we have, whenever we have a breakdown, there's always a, a breakthrough that comes from that. So I think uh, definitely the industry has definitely stepped up there, uh, uh, you know, really hard looking at ourselves and making sure that we keep up to a standard that other people want to be able to see in us.
0: And I think that's such a terrific attitude. That's why you're a coach. You know, it's that sort of positive mindset to really coach people into losing weight or into, I don't know, into achieving their fitness goals, Um, which is really fitting for today's topic because we're talking about What should we be looking for in a fitness professional? And I suppose a positive, upbeat mentality is definitely, I think, one of them. Well, of course, the the professional qualifications is definitely important. But also the mindset. You don't want a fitness coach who sort of belittles you and says things like, oh, look, look how fat you're getting. Fatty, not that I've heard anybody say that to me, (laughs) or something like that to to make you lose weight, although tough love can work anyway. So, what should we be looking for um, in a fitness uh, professional from from your years and years of experience, Nathan?
1: Yeah, well, that you know, this is this is a perfect time because I think a lot of people are out there um, looking at whether they should actually get a fitness coach or whether they shouldn't, and um, you know, I think a big part of um, what people should be looking for is their, uh, in, on, a, on a level of, um, uh, on a level of, of connectedness, is that chemistry between you and the trainer. I think first and foremost, you really need to be able to um, have a good relationship with your trainer, and and I don't mean a good relationship is like like you said, you know, it's all. All you know, roses and and it's positive and and all of those sort of things. It's really having a tra- having a trainer that will give you at times will need to give you some tough love, um, in a way that it's what I always say, and I, I don't know if you can identify this. It's 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 giving you that honest and straight feedback that leaves you touched and moved and inspired to take the actions. That need to be created to create the change of what you know, what your goals. Uh, the change to create the, the the opportunity to reach in your goals. So I think first one has to be chemistry, and um, the second one has to be um, what is their skill set in what you want to achieve. So you know, many many people. A big part of it is um, you know we all want to lose some weight. We also want to tone up. Um, some of it maybe you know they want to get stronger. Um, so, looking for a coach that you know that can that has a, a proven record, first and foremost, that they can show you, oh yeah, I've got, you know, I've got these qualifications, and I have some, you know, uh, um, I, I also have my clients that have got results with, and they I've to either show you, or and they're also able to, you know, maybe even if you want to ask the coach just say, hey, look, can I can talk to a couple of your clients just to see what you're like, so that way you can actually compare. So. I think that that's uh, the second part is just making sure that your coach can deliver on what you want because even though um, a lot of coaches have a lot of different skill sets, they tend to be really good at, you know, only two or three different things. So making sure that your client can deliver on what you say. So, for example, and I'll use myself as an example. Is we specialize in corrective exercise. We specialize in increasing people's energy levels and decreasing their aches and pains in their body. So, we're not a um, we're not a, um, a a body transformation studio. As a, as and I'm just going to name you know a couple of people out there that 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 do very well in the space, like uh, Ultimate Performance. Or UP, um, they do um, they do that body transformation very very well, and um, but we don't. However, if you had a lower back issue, or you had a knee pain, or you were referred to us by your doctor, your physio, and your chiropractor, we would be specialised in be able to support you in. And decreasing the aches and pains, and, and improving your posture. So this is what I mean by is this is like, well, what do you really have um, that will be able to marry with the trainer that you're working with? Now, obviously, obviously, a lot of people are still sensitive to price, and you know what? I would say price would be your last thing that you would look at, because the thing is, is like I always say, this is like. If you go on price, you're going to get what you pay for. And even though, um, uh, even though I know there's a lot of personal trainers out there that charge a lot of money, there's a reason why they charge a lot of money. And I always look at the three things that create value. Is um, is first they have a great they have great relationship skills. They have good communication skills. Um, the next one is um, is they've, they've got a testimony of, of results from clients and they know how to get people results. And, of course, the last one is the customer experience. If they can give a great customer experience for the client, then this value of whatever they charge becomes valid. So e- any one of those three things, customer experience, relationships, and results, any of those three, are not up to the standard of what they're they're charging, then you'll find that, um, you know, the client will not stick around for very long, you know, or they'll get to a point they'll get frustrated and they they won't continue on. That being said, is if you have clients, uh, if you have trainers that are charging really low price, then, you know, the expectation's so much lower and which of course is a value, that's what they're they're attaching the value to. you not, I wouldn't expect great results very much like i compare it to is is like if um and i'm only using these and i'm not saying that you're a um you know you're you're a prada girl or anything like that but if you had if you had a prada bag and it was worth fifteen thousand dollars and then you went out and bought a another bag um, you know, just a bag that you you take to the beach and, you know, there's no brand on or anything like that. And it costs you five hundred dollars. Which one would you value more?
0: I'm, I'm different. Right. I'd, Which- va- I'd value them both because I'd both I, I bought them both. So I'd love them both. <laughs> but I take that point. <laughs> I take okay. them like well, you, I know what you mean. That's a that, that's an example that we often use. You know, you wouldn't put your sort of designer handbag on the floor, yeah. I, I, whereas you put the non branded bag on the floor. I, I know, I know yeah. what you mean. You treat it a bit more, sort of with with less care or something like that. Which you shouldn't. You should be nice to the five hundred dollar bag because that's pretty expensive too. Yes,
1: exactly, exactly. Well, that's the thing, right? And and that's that that's the thing. Uh, the the comparison between you know someone who charges a lot of money and someone who charges little is just that, you know people tend to value the, 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 the lesser personal trainer than, than someone who's more expensive. But here's and, the thing, um,
0: Nathan, if you charge a lot of money, which is, you know, rightly so for your expertise and your experience, do people sort of have a a less realistic expectation? So there's more, sort of more onus on you. You know, I pay so much for you. I better achieve these results. I, I don't know. Do you get that sort of client? And, and what do you do in, yes. in, in that situation? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: What, what do you do? Well, you, you you better deliver. I mean, the thing is, is that there's a reason why there's a reason why I charge you know uh, anywhere between twelve and fifteen hundred dollars a session. Is is because um, I believe that that I've got you know thousands and thousands of clients' results in the past. I have pictures. I have testimonials. I have um, uh, I, I have clients that refer me clients from their client from their friends because they believe that the results that they've already got. Uh, justifies them being able to share their friends with me, feeling trusted, you know, I can get those results too. Now, you know, just to go on that is, is like, yes, you know, when people pay a lot of money, there there can be at times of like, oh, the ownership's not on me anymore. It's all on you as a personal trainer because I'm paying you X amount of dollars each week. I'm expecting results. But that comes down to that communication again of making sure that the clients understand that we are seeing each other twice a week. Twice a week equates to 1.69% of your week that we meet each other. The other 98% is you. And if you want to get those results, I need you to action the things that I'm asking you to do. Now, Before I'm asking you to do these, I'm also making sure that they're getting present to their dream or their goals. So that way, in those times of, you know, um, uh, of of lack of self-belief, all those times of doubt, all those times of overwhelm, that they're able to go, you know what? No, that's not what I'm committed to. I'm committed to. Getting these this dream in these goals because this is what I really want. And as a coach, that's my job to be able to deliver on, in the sense that, yes, I can give you the tools, but we all know that you know you can lead a horse to water, mm. but you can't make them drink. And the only time that you can make them drink is when you actually get them present to why should I be drinking? Why should I be drinking from this? And that's their why. If you get them their why, if you find out what their why is and you find the buttons that you need to push to create that, that action so that way they achieve their why and, and get away from their fear and then create those tools and, uh, and, and those protocols so that way they can get the results that they need to get. Because at the end of the day, there's a reason why they're, um, they're, they are where they are and they're asking me for help. So when they're asking me for help, they don't have the structure to be able to put in place. And so we need to be able to build that structure in so that way they get the results, Mm -hmm. whether that's in, you know, three months time, which, you know, sometimes is unrealistic uh, or whether that's in two years time, which, you know, it does take some time and and it can be as boring as hell because, you know, if you're losing, you know, a very uh, small amount of weight every month for the next two years, it can get really boring. But as a coach, my job is to be able to celebrate those goals every time we achieve those goals and also have that really straight conversation with those clients. So that way, if they're not, if they've fallen off the track, how do I nurture them to put them back on the track again, but not make them wrong because they're already making themselves wrong or they're saying, you know, it's too hard and all those sort of things. And I'm, and I've got to be that coach very much like, you know, like that leader you know like like that manager like you know like, like your that boss teacher, it's
0: like, you know, it's okay. like that teacher yeah. and, that, and that educator w- which brings me to my next yeah. question Nathan because you know I've come to know you professionally o- over the years and you're very sort of nurture you're very nurturing and you're very uh you know motivating and and you're flexible um you know uh, do you see do you see sort of each client as an individual person and you you adjust the way you coach them or is it sort of like you know, each individual coach has their own style. And it's all about finding that coach with your own style. Um, I I guess my question is, you know, do you you find a coach that suits your style? Or do you find a coach that actually has different ways to adapt to different clients? Because surely, you know, your clientele and the people you you coach, you'll have the A type personality, you'll have those who need a little nudge. Um, But you're Nathan, so you must have your own style versus, you know, tailoring your own style to those people's needs. What do you do in that situation?
1: That's a very very good question because you know what I'm hearing is is like do I look for a coach that shares the same sort of values as me and likes doing the same things that I like doing or do I go and get a coach that is not really you know the, I don't like doing that stuff like for example to take an example I love kickboxing but I hate weight training so shall I go and get a weight training coach or should I just keep doing with a kickboxing well I'll, I'll answer this for you, is, is that the, the less you pay as a coach, uh, the less you pay your coach, generally you'll be conforming to whatever they're doing, okay? So that way, um, and, and you'll be doing that same thing over and over. But the more money you pay, generally what happens is like you will actually, you will actually find that um, uh, initially, initially and, and this is how I've always done it, is I get some people that are really pushed back, I want to do it my way, but slowly over time, I work it so that way it becomes a protocol uh, of mine. They're they're doing my protocol, and how do I do that? I know that I know fitness is not rocket science. If you do pretty much anything, you're still going to get the results that you you know that you need to get within reason. You know whether you're doing strength conditioning, whether you're doing high intensity cardio, whether you're doing Pilates and Pilates with uh, with a, a a nutrition program. I know that the three things that get people's results is their exercise, their nutrition, and the lifestyle they lead, right? So I know these three things are the ones they do. So when I get people that come in, they say, oh, I want to do it my way or I don't want to be told what to do. Generally, I won't take them on as clients because the thing is, is like, it all it all of a sudden becomes down to like i'm not going to take responsibility for for you know for my actions i'm you just going to do whatever i want get clients to say
0: that to you say oh i have come to you but i'm not going to do it your way then what's the point
1: exactly exactly <laughs> so so you that's so that's the thing right so you've got to be you you've like you said that that comes down to that chemistry so i have you know for example i'll give you another example i, I have a i have a, a client of mine who referred me his wife and she's a don't tell me what to do kind of girl and so, you know, when I first started training her, you know, I had to, you know, I, I took her on because she was the the wife of, of, of one of my clients. Point. But my point being is, is like this woman was really, really difficult to be able to coach because she was like, you know, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this. And then it came to a point where I was just like, OK, look, we need to have this conversation. You know, if you want to get those results, you need to do it this way. And you have to do this diet and you have to do the lifestyle and she came around, and she ended up losing, and I think she's continued to losing. She's now lost eight kilos over the space of you know over the the, the nine ten months we've been working together. Noticeably different in, uh, in 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 her attitude towards training, and now she does it my way. <laughs> <laughs> And, and so, so this has taken time and time over and over and over. But the thing is, is like you know, if, like I said, is, is if, if you if you have um, a trainer that has one skill set, then you're really only going to have you know that, that client who's going to have that one skill set. And you know, some people are okay with that. But the, the the key is is to to create to create transformation to create change. You need to keep changing stuff. You can't keep doing the same thing over and over and over because the body has a, a natural way of adapting to it. So you need to keep changing it, and if you keep changing it, then the body has to adapt again, adapt again, adapt again. But I had the intention at the beginning of like, okay, you need to do it my way. But she was like, oh no, I'm not going to do it my way. So I, I agreed. I say right. That's true. But we came to an agreement at the beginning. There was going to be some of it my way. Sometimes she says I don't want to do it, and then I you know, and then I uh, I make fun of why she's not doing it, and then eventually.
0: Yeah, you come to a mutual respect and understanding and then eventually, sure.
1: So this is my point of being a coach or being a great coach is like, I'm not paid to be your friend. I'm paid to be your coach. And not always as a coach, I'm going to give you the, oh, no, it's okay. Everything's fine. You know, you're doing everything great. I'm going to deliver that hard message, but in a way that's going to touch and move and inspire you. So that way you take it and go, you know what, Nathan was right. And I'm going to take it to the next, you know, I, I am going to listen to that. Or I might just lose that client. I don't know. But the, the thing is, is like, you know, a lot of people, what they need to do is like they, they base a lot of the personal training, who I'm going to choose as a PT is based on price. And that's not always the best thing to do because you want to look at their skill sets and
0: and you just want to see if they're the good match for you.
1: Correct. So, you know, I I think the best way to be able to choose a, a good personal trainer is actually talk to your friends. Yes,
0: exactly. Yes, I, I agree. Talk to your friends, see what works for them, see what uh, doesn't work, and shop around, you know, and, and <clears> you know, chat to the personal trainers themselves, see if if, if they align with, with your thoughts. Nathan, it's always a pleasure to speak to you. Thank you so much for sharing your wealth of knowledge and sharing your expertise with our listeners this afternoon. And I look forward to more chats with you next week. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you. And a quick look